Good morning. And just a reminder, where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. Where there is God, there is no need. Good morning. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. It's a daily podcast, and I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I will be here every day with you, every day for you. Dedicating today's podcast to MJ, who is fighting for her life, but she's giving it over to Jesus. So need I say more? Let us pray. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace and taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is and not as I would have it. Trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. We beseech you, God of mercy and love, to watch over this family of ours. May every member of our family be wholly devoted to you. In your kindness, guard us from every evil. Amen. Lord, please shine your light upon my family. Give us strength to overcome all the difficulties that we are dealing with now and protect us against any and all problems that we may encounter 
in the future. Amen. And dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, thy will, not mine, be done. And if I, and if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know. But when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. Be right back. We're going to talk about God's promises. And he has so many. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. 1 Corinthians 10.13 God came down and lived in this same world as a man. He showed us how to live in this world subject to its vicissitudes and necessities that we might be changed. Not into an angel or a storybook princess. Not wafted into another world but changed into saints in this world. The secret is Christ in me, not me in a different set of circumstances. Amen. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Philippians 3 verse 14. God's goal is not to make sure you're happy. No matter how hard it is for you to believe this, it's time to do so. Life is not about your being comfortable and happy and successful and pain-free. It is about becoming the man or woman that God has called you to be. Life is not about you. It's about God. Amen. He who believes in me has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. John chapter 6, verse 47. When the disciples went into the village, they only brought back food. When the Samaritan woman went into the village, she brought back the entire village. The disciples knew who the, they knew the bread of life and they went for the physical bread. The woman who had just met the bread of life 
brought the hungry to the bread of life, whom she knew as the living water. One Messiah, one Samaritan, one village changed forever. Amen. May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless. 1 Thessalonians 5. If we always feel good and look good and lead a good life, if our kids always behave and our home is always orderly and our bank account is always sufficient and we are patient and kind and thoughtful, well, others will shrug because they're capable of that too. On the other hand, If we have a splitting headache, the kids are screaming, the phone is ringing, the supper is burning, yet we are still being patient, kind, and thoughtful. Well, the world sits up and takes notice to that. The world knows that kind of behavior is not natural. It's supernatural. Amen. Having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 5.1 Apart from God, there is no lasting quenching of our spiritual hunger and thirst. Each of us was created in the image and likeness of God. We were made for God's fellowship and our hearts can never be satisfied without his communion. Just as iron is attracted to a magnet, the soul in its state of hunger is drawn to God. Amen. Whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Mark 11 verse 24. With God, there is only the infinite now. Therefore, by faith, we must grasp the fact that all the blessings we shall ever need are already deposited in the treasury of heaven. Money in any checking account will stay right there until the owner cashes a check in the present. Even so, we shall receive God's blessings only as we claim them one by one in the present. Faith in the future tense is hope, not faith. A sure sign that our hope has passed into faith is when we stop begging God and begin thanking him for the answer to our prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5.8 The incarnation, the life and death of Jesus answers once and for all the question, what is God's heart toward me? That is why Paul says in Romans 5, look here at the cross. Here is the demonstration of God's heart. At the point of our deepest betrayal, 
when we had run our farthest from him and gotten so lost in the woods that we could never find our way home, God came and died to rescue us. Amen. Beautiful. If we live, we live for the Lord. And if we die, we die for the Lord. Whether therefore we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Romans 14, 7. The life and death of all of us is in the same hands. We are always surrounded by the unseen, among whom the angels, ministers of fire, explicitly commissioned to guard us. He who keeps us neither slumbers nor sleeps. His love is always awake, always aware, always surrounding and upholding and protecting. If a spear or a bullet finds its target in the flesh of one of his servants, it is not because of inattention on his part. It is because of love. If a spear or a bullet finds its target in the flesh of one of his servants, it is not because of inattention on his part. It is because of love. Amen. Blessed is the man who delights in the law of the Lord. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Psalm 1 verse 1. If you will be faithful in meditating on the word of God every day, you will have a wellspring of joy in your life that bubbles up like an artesian well. It will be like rivers of living water. You won't have to run to and fro seeking the prime, the pump of your spiritual life. The life will be within you and flowing from you. Amen. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13 The suffering you can endure can ultimately turn to your benefit. God is working. Only he knows the end from the beginning. And he knows you and your needs far better than even you do. Don't ask, why is this happening to me? Rather ask the question, how should I respond? Otherwise, you'll miss the beneficial role that suffering plays in life. The Lord does not see as man sees, for man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. 1 Samuel 16. How wonderful that God calls the seemingly unqualified to serve him. Few of us are the eldest, the brightest, the most beautiful, or the most gifted. But God does not judge us by our outward appearance. God is not distracted by style, personality, a nice smile, appearance, or achievement. 
His gaze pierces the flesh and weighs the heart. Then he places his hand upon sincere souls and turns shepherds into kings. Amen. Does not the potter have power over the clay? Romans 9, 21. Jesus makes suffering understandable as the potter. He uses suffering as the pressure on the wet clay of our lives. Under his gentle, loving touch, our lives are molded into shape that pleases him. But the shape that is so skillfully wrought is not enough. He not only desires our lives to be useful, he also wants our character to be radiant. And so he places us in the furnace of affliction until our true colors are revealed. Colors that reflect the beauty of his own character. I love it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Psalm 51.10 The late Leonard Bernstein, the composer and famed conductor, he was asked what he believed to be the most difficult instrument in the orchestra to play, and he responded, second fiddle. When you examine the life of any great individual, you will soon discover an entire section of second fiddlers, super people gifted in their own rights, but content to play their parts seated in the second chair. Amen. I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. Psalm 52, verse 8. A tree stands in the courtyard, immovable, unshakable, with roots deep in the rich earth, drawing strength, support, and sustenance. An olive tree is evergreen, always alive, always growing, limbs spreading and greenery flourishing. That is how David pictured himself as a child of God. The question of his place in the world had been settled. He would trust in God's love forever and ever. Amen. God's promises for your life. Stay right there. Be right back. Let us pray with Cindy Trim. Father, use me to bring your kingdom in the earth. Show me the cause that I am assigned to champion. Let me bear the light of your glory and your truth so that people may see it and find the way to you. Father, heal the land. Bring renewal and restoration. Empower the body of Christ to live true to our core values. 
and the principles of Christ. I commit to do my part by taking a stand against violence, against crime, and against social injustice. Use me to orchestrate a divine course correction. In the name of Jesus, amen. It will take daily prayers of dedicated Christians everywhere for the body of Christ to become the catalyst for positive change that Jesus has called it to be. It is from the manifested bubbles of God's presence, which are invited to the earth through prayer, that the kingdom of God becomes evident within our lives to touch the lives of others. Those manifestations of his presence are where we receive vision from heaven of how things should be. And as we meditate on the things that God downloads into our spirits, his divine strategies, wisdom, and inner resolve grow in our lives. These enable us to walk out his plans on the earth for accomplishing his purpose and calling for our lives. Let us pray. Father, as I spend time in prayer today, download into my spirit your divine strategies and wisdom. Cause my resolve to grow, enabling me to walk out your plans in the earth. I welcome your presence into my day and let it be with me, before me, behind me, in me, beneath me, above me, on my right, on my left, as I yield to your plans and purposes for this day, use me, Lord, to touch others' lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome, awesome. It's one thing to hear from heaven but will we do what it takes to walk out our mission and assignments each and every day? Jesus never said that we would be judged by what we say we believe, but by the fruits of the actions dictated by what we truly do believe. From discipline and wise strategy come victory, both on the battlefield and in the overall war. If we are properly plugging into prayer and hearing God's voice in relation to each day, we are plugging into the kingdom power and glory that are forever God's alone. Let us pray. Father, I seek you today because you are my power source. It's not enough for me to declare your words over my day. Empower me to align my actions with what I confess. I reject and repel all unbelief in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I command my mind and my heart to come into agreement with what you're saying about my life and my future. I break every mental barrier that would keep me from accepting your truth. I decree and declare 
that I will be known by the good fruit you choose to bring forth in me. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen and amen. And God's way day by day. They title it the work of the spirit. The Holy Spirit will teach you all things. John chapter 14 verse 26. It is the Holy Spirit who works in us to prick our consciences if we are about to sin or have made a choice or decision that is going to lead us astray from God's perfect will for our lives. It is the Holy Spirit who works in us to enable us to withstand and say no to a temptation. It is the Holy Spirit in us that works to convict us of sin that we commit so that we will turn immediately to the Lord and seek forgiveness. It is the Holy Spirit who works in us to show us the choices we are to make and the opportunities we are to pursue. Amen. And you know, I've been freestyling. So that means I've been writing pretty much what God places on my heart, just jotting it down so that I can share it with you. And I came up with this one. It's called, I've named it Vacation. You plan a vacation. You pick a really beautiful, fun spot to visit. You map out an itinerary. Sometimes you buy new clothes and new luggage even. Your life savings have been spent on it. The day arrives to go. You go to the airport. There are major flight delays. You finally board the plane. You arrive at your destination. The weather there is inclement and stormy. There's a pandemic and everyone is forced to quarantine. After five days, the quarantine is lifted. The sun is shining. All the major attractions are reopened. You visit everywhere you wanted to go. You buy all the souvenirs you need. And then you return home. What do you have, listeners? You have your memories. You tell everyone your times and stories. And soon, you're ready to start talking about the next vacation you're going to plan. Take advantage of every day that God gives you. Take advantage of every person God puts in your life. Take advantage of every place you get to see. Take advantage of everything you got to buy. 
What do you have? Your memories. Thank God, praise God, honor God, trust God, love God, and always appreciate your memories because they are allowed by God. Amen. Just placed in my spirit. (laughs) I love it. Okay, listeners, thank you so much for coming to pray with me today. This is a beautiful month. It's probably a little warmer than we expected because of climate change. But that's okay. Even God is behind that. So keep yourself nice and cool. Think of those that are suffering in the heat and maybe how you can help relieve them, maybe by giving them a water or something as you see them. You never know. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Bye for now.